0: Welcome to another episode. My name is Jose Naharo, and today we're going to take a look at GoPro's earnings for quarter two 2019. Like always, I have my buddies Bull Solo and Darth Bear ready to keep track to see how the company is doing. I'm not going to lie, this company is doing a lot better than I thought it was, but let's get started with the information. Like always, all the information I provide comes from GoPros investors' website. I also took a look at SeekingAlpha.com to get the transcript of the earnings call. And I also took a a read at some other articles. Finally, I also took a look at the 10Q report for the company based on disc earnings. So Let's start off real quick with just a quick performance of the stock and how it's doing. Five days performance right now, looking at Friday, October 4th. Uh, we have about negative 20% down, uh, year to date is down five almost 6%, and one year at performance is negative 36%. So we can see this company is red all over, and we're going to see if, if now's the time to buy or if it's just going to keep going down. So the first thing we're going to take a look at is we're going to jump in at revenue. So revenue for this quarter reported at earnings per share of 3 cents. It actually missed by one penny, and that's, that's pretty sad, right? I'm mean, not pretty sad, but that's pretty bad, right? This company is barely making any positive money right now. Three cents is pretty much flatlined, and it missed, it still missed that earnings per share revenue was 292 million dollars, and it missed revenue by about 10 million dollars. So for that reason, the first point is going to have to go to Darth Bear. Now let's just these are some, some major highlights from the company. Some highlights that that were in, enforced in this quarter. The first is revenue for quarter 2019 was 292 million. That's up 20 percent compared to last quarter and up 3 percent compared to same year, same time last year. And this is and it would be 9 percent year over year instead of that 3 percent year over year if they're excluding their aerial business, which was one of the things they closed up in 2018. The next thing they talk about is GoPro Plus subscription service. It surpassed over 252 active paying subscribers as of July 31. And it's up 15% since quarter one, 2019, and up more than 50% year over year. And this GoPro subscription service is something I'm going to discuss pretty on. but obviously we see all these companies doing some form of subscription-based services and GoPro is not far behind with it. Another few things I I, I definitely enjoyed seeing was organic viewship of GoPro content, and she achieved an all time high for quarter two with 158 million organic. These are non paid views. So, 158 million people went off and looked at GoPro content. Social followers also increased by nearly 1 million in quarter two 2019 to approximately 41 million, and it's driven primarily by an increase on YouTube and Instagram. Finally, GoPro.com through record quarter two web traffic in 2019, quarter 2019, increasing 22% year over year and 9% compared to the same time last quarter. So the reason I put these three things in the bottom right, the, the, the achievement in organic viewership and social followerships and the, the, the increase in web traffic is companies nowadays need to survive. And one of the biggest survival is branding. And we can see, right, if this company has increased social followers, if they're seeing an increase in web traffic, and if they're seeing an all-time high in in content released by GoPro, then that to me is telling me that more people have their eyes on the company. And that is going to end up ta- doing some good for the company. Um, unfortunately, this is not something I give a point to either Darth Bear or Bull Solo. So this is, again, things to note, like I was talking about, this is their subscription service. So their subscription service is $4.99 a month. And what this subscription service includes is unlimited cloud storage Um, for GoPro footage at 100% quality. It also replaces the GoPros and it gives them a 50% mount, uh, 50% off mounts and accessories at GoPro.com. So look, for $5.99, what is this company doing? This company is maintaining your... Video, that's okay. I mean, I'm pretty sure the cost of this storage is not it's not that high. But then next, they're also getting paid to replace your broken GoPro. I mean, I'm 100% sure that most people that already buy a GoPro, they buy it with some form of mount and some form of case. And they're definitely making money out of this opposed to all the GoPros they're replacing. Because all these GoPros are going to be are going be taken care of pretty good. And finally, they give you a, an incentive to Shop at their website by giving you 50% off mounts plus accessories at gopro.com. So again, this this they're getting they're paying 5.99. They're getting your information. They're replacing broken GoPros, but the chances of GoPros being broken are probably pretty low. And then they're making you guys making you shop at their website. So all these are definitely good news for for the company. Next, we're going to take a look at comparable sales. And comparable sales, the first thing I want to show you guys is there has been an increase in camera sales for quarter two. So quarter two of 2019, they sold about 1,082,000 cameras. They sold in 2019 quarter two. In 2018 quarter two, they sold 1,070,000. and 2017, they sold 1,061,000. So we can see so compared to 2017 to 2019, they've actually sold 20, they increased by twenty 20,000 more cameras Again, that's a pretty slow growth rate there. Each, each year is growing about 10,000 extra cameras. Um, but one thing we can see is gross margins is also being affected. This quarter right now, quarter, gross margins was about 35.8%. Same time last year was 30.8%. And same time the year before that was 36.2%. Another thing that we notice here is headcount. So headcount has dropped. Uh, in 2017, we can see that this is part of the company's restructuring plan, but headcount was dropped. In 2017, it was roughly about 1,250 people. Now they're sitting down at 900, about 900 flat. So that's, that's definitely a huge decrease in, in the company's um, headcount, but hopefully this is helping the company make more money, um, get out of the red. Revenue has increased compared to the same time. Think quarter last year. So, for that, I'm going to end up giving a point to Bull Solo because we are seeing an increase in cameras sold. Um, so, comparable sales are definitely a lot better. Another few things I want to talk about this I'm not going to give a point to, but it's just uh, pretty cool to get an information. First is the first half of this is revenue by channel, and we can see direct sales are 46.3% of this company's total sales distribution is 53.7 percent pretty much half and half so this company's half of the revenue is sold from its from its own website and the other half is sold from distributions so that to me is i think it, i would consider it good news because it means that this company can actually do pretty well with just um selling off its website right 50 percent of the total thing is from its direct it to me tells me that it's not dependent on on the other brick and mortar motors or the other websites to actually sell its products. And that's what I'm trying to call this, right? Obviously, I wouldn't want to see distribution, um, t- revenue from distribution end, but it's good to know that this company does not seem to need them, right? Because distribution is broken down by like Best Buy, Target, all these distribution different companies make up 53.7% when GoPro on its own makes 46.3%. So let's say Target just stops selling GoPros, then that's okay because this company is still doing pretty much fine. The next thing I just want to note is America's make up again about fifty percent of the company's total sales, and the other two are kind of divided pretty evenly with Europe, Middle East, and Africa. Those make up about twenty eight percent. Asia specific make Asia and Pacific region make about twenty three percent. So that you can see they're pretty much close to close but Europe and Middle East are a little points higher, a little basis points higher. Next, another thing, this is one I definitely like. So all this information, obviously, I post is because I feel like it can give you guys some form of of value by by looking at it. The first thing is this company does have a nice, healthy cash and cash equivalents um, balance sheet, right? Right now, it's sitting at about $130 million of cash and cash equivalents. And we're going to take a look later on at how much debt this company has but it's not too far off from what this company um, has in cash and cash equivalents. One thing I don't like, though, is the next one we take a look at is days sales of outstand- outstanding. So this is how long the company takes for it to collect its money after a sale. So in quarter two, two thousand seventeen, it was collecting its money about every thirty days. Where now it has been increasingly in the quarter, and now it's sitting at forty-five days. That it takes for this company to collect its money. 45 days is not too long, but it's definitely never a good time and never a good thing to see that increase of days of sales. Next, we're gonna take a look at inventory. And inventory for this company it's kind of pretty similar to how it normally is. It seems to be within that $120 million range, and right now sitting at 129.2. The final thing I wanna take a look at is inventory days. Inventory days here we can see from quarter two, 2017 to now. It fluctuates from as low as 40 days to as high as 81 days. So right now, right, we can see it jumps between 40 to, it seems, 80. And right now, it's sitting within within that range. So to me, it's nothing nothing funky going on here. But again, just data for you guys to know how long it takes for inventory to move out of this company. So some things to know. They do have, so if you guys did not know, GoPro has two applications on on, on the App Store and the Apple Store. The two applications were Quick, Quick, which was um, Quick Mobile, which was an editing application where people can, can put in a video and edit their video through mobile app. The next one is their GoPro application, the ones that you use if you have a GoPro. Now, since it's both owned by them, what they ended up doing is merging both of these apps. So how does that help GoPro? Well, let me tell you the majority of quick app users are non-GoPro owners who use the app to create and share edits of their smartphone footage so now we have those people going to end up downloading the GoPro application so we have non-users non-customers now using a GoPro application so that's building that brand awareness and i think that's that's actually pretty a pretty smart move for GoPro for the GoPro as a whole So these are going to be potential customers. They could be potential customers, right? And the other thing I want to talk about is in the light of uncertainty around the tariffs, they proactively increase U.S.-bound camera productions. They have also moved some of their production from U.S. to Mexico, which, again, supports their goal to mitigate the possible impact of tariffs, as well as recognize some cost saving and efficiency in supply chains. So GoPro is moving to Mexico, guys. GoPro is moving to Mexico. Next, let's talk about some shareholder returns. And this company has no shareholders return at the moment. And we'll take a look. Obviously, for that, we're going to have to give a point to Darth Bear. So Darth Bear here has two points, I think, while Bull Solo right now only has one. So one thing we're going to take a look later on is this is, well, we actually can see it from the previous slides of Revenue. The company is growing at a pretty slow rate, and you normally uh, a a company with slow growth means that it's most likely topped off its stuff, and it would usually expect to have some form of positive shareholder returns. But GoPro does not have any; it has no dividends and it has no current buyback shares. So that's it for that. Next, we're going to take about talk about is that, and this company only has right now one hundred and seventy-five million dollars of senior notes for 2022. And it has that at a 3.5% interest rate. So that to me is, 2022 is about three three years from now. So this, that company, that debt is not due anytime soon. That's pretty impressive. Second thing, 3.5% is pretty low. Again, another impressive, impressive mark. So I do think this company can pay off that debt that, that pretty easily if needed. Finally, this company also has a credit line of $250 million And it currently has taken off no loan out of that credit line. So for that reason, I'm gonna end up giving Bull Solo a point. Next, we're gonna talk about some things, some more things to know. And we did see that in the past. If you guys have taken a look, right? If we take a look at the first light show, we see that in the last five days, this company has actually been down twenty percent, and that's definitely a big reason. Even though earnings was about uh about a month and a half ago maybe even two months, yeah, about two months ago, why did this company drop 20% in the last five days? And the most thing is this item right here. So this was an update on their guidance and they, quarter for their guidance. So they did drop their guidance by a bit. And the reason they are dropping their guidance is because there was a camera that was supposed to come out in 2000 in this quarter three uh, for the company. Unfortunately, it has been pushed back to make it be outside of quarter three and pushes it to quarter four. So all the revenue was supposed to be collected in quarter three based on this on this camera is actually going to be collected in quarter four. And then obviously, since they have less time selling the items, they're going to see less revenue. Right. Because if you're selling something for less amount of time, then they're going to see less revenue. And that's the main reason. So the company dropped about 16 percent after that. But to me, be, be honest, I think that was an overreaction for the company and the investors. And the main reason is this camera is still coming to the market. It's not like they pushed it back months and months ahead. And it's not like they pushed it off for like they're canceling the thing. They pushed it back a few weeks, like I think two or three weeks. So two or three weeks instead of quarter three. So we're going to miss on two or three weeks of the company's revenue. But hey, we're going to end up seeing it in quarter one of 2020. So the money's going to end up coming, and it's actually still it's going to be able to be pre-ordered October 15th, I think was the date. So the camera is still going to be on time for Black Friday sales, for Christmas shopping, and all the holiday shopping. So I honestly think that drop-down has been an overreaction. But let's take a look at this. So they do expect, with the new things, that revenue to be approximately $125 million for quarter three. This is actually a pretty low value. I think quarter three previously, we're going to see in the next video that I do it. Quarter three is usually about $275, 300000000 million. So this is definitely a huge gap down on the revenue, but it is majorly because of that camera. They are expected to end quarter three with cash and cash equivalents of about $80 million. And look, by the end of quarter four, they are expected to increase cash to up to two hundred million dollars. That's enough for them to pay back that um, those senior notes if they need it. Right? They're not going to do that, but it's something that they can do. For the full year, the company is expected to make a 1.2, 1, 5, 1.2 around one point two one billion dollars of revenue, which represents a growth of six to nine percent, which originally was I think a growth of nine to twelve percent and they are expected to have earnings per share non gap earnings per share of 30 to 35 cents a significant improvement of a loss of 23 cents in 2018 so those those are pretty good crazy numbers all right so next we're going to take a look at outlook based on analysts and this is after all this information has been updated i've seen that there has been some revisions on some of these and this has taken place i've collected this information after the new guidance has taken place so these are 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 closer to the actual values that they are expected so first thing we're going to see is let's look at earnings per share which is the top ones earnings per share for 2019 is expected to be uh, about 32 cents and that kind of matches with what this company is saying they they are saying that they're going to expect somewhere within 30 to 35 cents so that's pretty good um and then for december 2020 they are expecting about 43 cents so we can see this company is growing. It is growing from 32 cents. And this is compared the same time last year was about negative 78 cents. So negative 78 cents to 32 cents to then 43 cents. We can see this company is growing. Next, we're going to take a look at revenue. So revenue for 2019 is expected to be $1.23 billion. The company gave us an estimate of about 1.215 to 1.25 so again we're within that range and for 2020 it's 1.27 billion so we can see again there is a growth and if we take a look at 2018 2018 was 1.15 billion dollars 2019 is expected to be 1.23 billion and 2020 is expected to be 1.27 billion so again there is growth in this company it's happening pretty slowly in my opinion but there is growth and for that reason, I'm going to end up giving a point to Bull Solo. So it's, it's actually pretty, pretty close for this company between Darth Bear and Bull Solo, right? So um, the company itself is not in a bad state. Uh, what would I value it at in this episode? In the next episode, I'm going to take a better look at their financial numbers and help me decide of what I should value the company at. But we can see here, right, based on current, current stock price, the P-E ratio it's about a, a 9.73. I actually think that might be on based on 2020. Let's actually, what is the actual stock price at this moment? Um, pro is three ninety nine right now. So at three point three point ninety-nine divided by that 43 cents. This company has a PE ratio of about 9.27. So that to me is actually a very, very low number. Um, but that again is how much growth can this company actually provide? And again, this company is not providing any form of shareholder return. So, as to me, at the moment, the company definitely seems to be stable, but it's a growth lower. And how much more can it really go from here? Right? I, I they did not discuss any like extreme flagship that will make this the next big company or the next big product at the moment. So it's not it's not a company. That, that I see huge potential in the future in growth-wise or not something that I, I, I got to see. But overall, the company is pretty stable, and I think it can maintain the stability for a, for, for at least a few more years. So that's definitely, definitely a good thing. But at the moment, I personally, with what I saw right now, this forward PE of almost 10 is a little bit high. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode based on GoPRO. Like I said, the next episode, we're going to take a look at the financial numbers of this company and see how things are really moving. And that would really help me take a look at how the company is doing overall. So make sure to give me a like. Make sure to subscribe. Check out my Twitch. I've actually um just started doing Twitch streams where I'm collecting this information. So you can come ask questions. I, there's no real time limit. So uh, check me on Twitch, Jose, Stocks, and Star Wars. Um, And then, obviously, if you are listening through the podcast, check out my YouTube channel, Jose Naharro Stocks. And if you're watching my YouTube channel and want to listen to the stocks, I'm pretty sure you can just put Jose Naharro Stocks in the the podcast and you'll find me. Um, So take care, guys. Have a good night and see you next time.